Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. The Apple Sox scored in every inning except for two, including in each of the first five innings. A two spot on the first, four runs in the second, two in the third, two in the fourth, and two in the fifth to really get up to a big lead early on in the Harper Cats and kind of cruise from there. They really went to work against Benny Roebuck, who went an inning and two-thirds, allowed six runs, all earned on five hits, walked six, and struck out two. Pretty phenomenal outing for the Apple Sox against him to draw walks. In total, Wenatchee was really able to work the count well and pick up a ton of free passes. A single game high for the Sox in this one as they drew 15 walks over the course of this one. Several players who really stood out, Brandon Bonds, he had four RBI in the game. Marty Kaplan in his Apple Sox debut reached base four times as well. Reeve Boyd on base four times. Three more runs scored for Frankie Carney after scoring three times on Friday. And just an all-around solid effort for the Apple Sox to pick up the win. Let's go through the scoring. It began in the first inning. Carney led off with a single. Boyd singled. Easton Amundsen would draw a walk to load him up. Ponce delivered a sacrifice fly to get the Apple Sox on board with his first RBI of the game. 2-0 the count to Ponce. The pitch, he swings and cracks this one out to center field. With a beat on it, Gray will make the grab. Carney tanks up from third base, comes in to score, and Wenatchee strikes first in this one. On a bases loaded sacrifice fly by Brandon Ponce. Two more walks in the inning, kept the bases loaded again, but the Sox could not score. However, they would cash in with four runs. Their biggest inning of the game was the bottom of the second. It all got started, bottom of the order, turning the lineup around. Frankie Carney singled, Boyd singled, and Amundsen singled to load him up. Ponce picked up another RBI with a walk. And then Marty Kaplan, in his second plate appearance of Wenatchee uniform, picked up his first hit of the summer with the Apple Sox. An RBI single with the second run of the inning on the board. Two more bases loaded walks would lead to the other two runs scoring. In all, ten hitters came to the plate in the second inning, and Wenatchee was able to draw three walks in the inning. It was pretty remarkable the way they were just able to fight away in at-bats and get on base and whatever it was. They never really got the big hit that frame. Kaplan's single only scored run, one run, but in the third inning, they would get a couple of runs to come across again with the bases loaded, and this time it was a two-out single by Aiden Van Rensum. Stepping up to the plate, though, again here, another 1-2 offering. Seneskowski deals, that swung on, hit in the left field for a base hit. Boyd scores, Ponce gets the wave around third. The throw coming in will be held up, and Ponce scores. A two RBI single by Aiden Van Rensum. Wenatchee has scored in each of the first three innings as they now make it an eight to three game here in the bottom of the third. Van Rensum now has five RBI this season in which he has picked up a base hit with two outs to plate them. That was a big hit for the Apple Sox after they had given up a three-run home run in the top of the third. Van Rensum's two RBI single, I'd argue probably the biggest moment of the game for the Sox because that made it an eight to three game after three innings of play. In the bottom of the fourth, two more for the Sox. This time it was Brandon Ponce with his final two RBI of the game on a base hit with the bases loaded. 
Here's the 2-1 to Pons. He swings and hits this to the left side. Off of the glove of Johnson. In to score McGowan. Carney right behind him. He's in as well. Two-run score for Wenatchee as they make it a 10-3 game. That added two more onto the board for Wenatchee before they gave up a two-spot in the fifth. Answering back once again with two more runs of their own in the bottom of the fifth inning. Single and an error off the base hit by Cole McGowan. Helped play to run. And then a sacrifice fly from Frankie Carney brought in the other. McGowan was a, a pretty interesting sequence. No RBI for him. He showed bunt, put it down. It was a perfect bunt, third base side, but then was thrown away and allowed for a run to score. Cole McGowan was 0 for 2 before being hit by a pitch in the fourth and scoring. Shows bunt, puts it down, third base side this time. This might be tough. The throw to first, sails into right field. McGowan with an infield single. It goes out of play. He'll be awarded second, and two runs will be brought home for the Sox. McGowan is being told to go back to second. Single and an error. Jack Johnson threw it away. Cole McGowan picks up a hit. So that would be the fifth and final inning of the game consecutively that the Apple Sox would score in. They would give, get one more in the seventh. That would be their final run of the ball game. A fielder's choice brought in that run. And then from there, that was pretty much it. Michael Keneally closed things out. He did give up one home run on a solo shot by Tyler Davis to open up the eighth inning. But Keneally, three innings, one run allowed on two hits, one walk, and four strikeouts. Sox dugout is standing, ready to get onto the field. The pitch, swing, and it is first strike three. Keneally punches him out. That's his fourth strikeout of the game, and Wenatchee takes each of the first two games against Victoria. The Harbor Cats came to the town 6-0. They are now 6-2, two days into this road trip. Ryan Martinez picks up the win. Five runs allowed, four were earned on four hits, two walks, and two strikeouts. And the Apple Sox handing the loss to the starter for Victoria, Benny Roebuck. A tough outing for him. An inning in two-third, six runs, all earned on five hits. He walked six and struck out two. Right after that, though, Loretto Siniskowski didn't have much better luck. Two and a third, four runs, two earned, four hits, five walks for him to the two strikeouts as well. Fantastic game from the Sox at the plate. Again, 15 walks, a new single game high in the 2023 season. So Wenatchee wins by 13-6 score, and now they have a chance to sweep the series against the Harbor Cats as they will face them on Sunday afternoon. Wenatchee opened up the weekend with a walk-off victory in 10 innings, 9-8 on Friday, and then followed up with a 13-6 victory on Saturday night. The 2023 season is underway, and new this summer is the Apple Sox 10-game flex pack. For just $60, this new ticket pack includes 10 general admission punches. You can use them all at once or spread the tickets out over the course of the season. The best part is that the 10 tickets can be used for any of the Apple Sox 31 home games. Apple Sox 10-game flex packs are a great way for families to purchase tickets to multiple games, even if they don't know which game they want to go to yet. Head over to applesox.com and purchase your 10-game flex pack for a value of $6 per game today. Prior to the Apple Sox big win over the Victoria Harbor Cats on Saturday night, I had a chance to catch up with Frankie Carney. He scored three runs on Friday and would score three more on Saturday night. 
I'm Joel Norman and we're joined by middle infielder Frankie Carney who joined the team earlier this week. Frankie, you really endeared your, yourself to the fans last night. Three hits in there. I think fans really like that push bun. Take me through that in the first inning where you're coming up to the plate thinking you're probably going to try that against a left-handed starter. Yeah, I had that in my mind because uh, just with the lefty falling off to the uh, third base side of the mound, I knew uh, push bun would work great there. So went with that and it worked fine. Now you play at UC Irvine. I'm sure a lot of our fans were thinking about one of your teammates there, Joichiro Oyama, yeah. who was with the Apple Sox last summer. Uh, I mean, is that something you guys would do a lot there in practices a lot, trying out those push bunts? Oh yeah, I would, um, I'd learn from him. Watching him, he'd do it great and he'd have perfect form and just learn from him. Now he obviously was a fan favorite here last year. What was that like having him as a teammate this past spring? How fun was it being on the same team with Joe? Oh, it was great. He was like, he was my mentor, and I looked up to him a lot. And um, uh, I liked watch. I I loved watching him, and he did great this year. So I just love watching him. This is the second summer in a row for you playing some summer ball. You played last year in Florida. What'd you take from the experience there? You're bringing into the summer with the Apple Sox. Um, just I was uh, younger, and I guess my baseball IQ wasn't as is what it is right now, especially with the uh, first year at Irvine. So um, just uh, just maturity levels just gone up, I, guess, I would say. How ready are you to be playing here this summer after redshirting the spring? You didn't get any action with UC Irvine. It's got to be so exciting to get out here, especially the last couple days here batting a leadoff. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm just I'm ready to go, and I'm just excited. I'm happy to be here. I'm grateful. How much did a game like last night maybe have a chance to bring this team together? It was such an emotional back-and-forth contest. It, we're at that point in the year. A lot of guys are coming and they're going. we got a lot of new guys coming. You're trying to form an identity. How big was last night for forming that? Oh, last night was huge. Um, the night before, we talked about competitiveness because our competitive level wasn't there, and we had a lot of fight in us, and it showed with that comeback win, and that was just sweet for us. You had a couple different moments on last night as a team where you guys, in a sense, you could have folded, or you could have said, oh boy, that's a tough punch to take. That big four-run top of the seventh, you guys answer. Then you get three, of course, in the eighth inning, but then give up three in the ninth. What did it take to be resilient in last night's win? Um, just discipline. I think we had good discipline, a competitive level, uh, and our intensity was high. It was I just, it was great. It sure paid off as well. We talked about the UCI connections with the Apple Sox as well here. One of your teammates, Coleman Gowan, is on this team. How nice is it to have another anteater here with you? It's always sometimes challenging going to these teams because you don't know guys. Nice to have one on their face, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to have Cole with me here. Um, I Obviously, we bonded well uh, our freshman year, and so I'm happy he's with me here. So, sweet. That does it for this edition of the Apple Sox podcast. It's a quick turnaround to the next game, a 1.05 p.m. on Sunday afternoon, as the Sox try and break out the brooms and take down the Victoria Harbor Cats once again. A big first two wins in this series, but the job not done yet for Wenatchee as they face the Harbor Cats at 1.05 p.m. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. Hope to see you maybe at that game or one of the games coming up this coming Friday through Sunday when Wenatchee is back home to take on the Kelowna Falcons. You can get your tickets for any upcoming game now at applesocks.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.